0: The hard shoulder with Nissan, number one for petrol in Ireland, number one for electric. Nissan, innovation that excites.
1: This is News Talk. And it's a great pleasure to see uh, Bobby back with us. busy as ever, down to business. I see the ratings are up on the Saturday morning (laughs) show.
0: You know it's all about the ratings, you and me both.
1: There you go. (laughs) The love shown for us by the listener. Indeed. If you have a direct question about your career, your workplace or your SME issues, do get in touch As the hard shoulder at newstalk.com or text us at 53106 and we'll be coming to listener questions shortly, Bobby. Um, Tell me, um, th- this this chat in the UK about yeah. a sort of a four-day week, um, the benefits of it, a SWOT analysis of it, yeah. uh, is it good for the employee, well, well, good for the employer?
0: Well, let's just stand back for a second. There's been a number of bodies, uh, including the UK's trade union body, the TUC, uh, wanting businesses to consider this uh, four-day week. Um a company tried it in the UK, a couple of companies have tried it in the UK. There's this company called the Wellcome Trust. That's a charity. Now you would say, what's a charity doing trying a four day a week, you know, if uh, if they're not really in the commercial world. But they went and surveyed all their people, uh, brought in people to look at it and eventually they're called the Wellcome Trust. They actually decided against it. There's another company then in Scotland a marketing company called Pursuit Marketing. They've been operating on four days a week for three years now. And they say that their productivity has increased by 30%. Sickness leave is at an all-time low. And there's been unexpected cost savings too. I think a couple of things here, Ivan, I think it it sort of depends on the type of business that you're in. Firstly, I don't think any business should consider anything that discommodes its customers. So if your customer needs you there on on five days a week, my view was you need to be there. It's also interesting that if you look at certain sort of functions like accountancy and more, I suppose, uh, predictable, uh, that it might be possible there. It also means, and, and I think what is being proposed is a 10-hour working day. And a 10-hour working day, you know, again, brings its own, it, it doesn't suit everybody. So I think where where an employer has to take on extra people, i.e., if it's, say, it's a six-day trading week and every, so you're going to take, you're going to work uh, say Sunday to Thursday, I'm going to work Tuesday to Friday and someone else is going to work Wednesday to Saturday, it's going to mean that you're going to have to take on
1: extra employees. So employers aren't going to like it. Well, sorry, do you get the same pay for the four days as you would have got for the five?
0: Yeah, but it's, if you work it back to hours, uh, so if you take five days as a 40-hour week, now you're going to do uh, four days of 10 hours.
1: Right. That's the, the See, that, that, that's, that's the loose proposal. Yeah, that's that's the way uh, the nurses, actually, what came out of uh, the nurses' dispute was they work three days on, three days off per week. They still do their 39 hours, but they do a 13-hour shift, you know, on their day on. So, I, I mean, it, it you can cut it as long as short, you know what I mean? A longer day and less of them.
0: Well, the other thing that, um, and somebody looked at this from the outside, uh, there is a real danger, you know, as I said, marketing and finance might find it easier, but where sort of people have to turn up and healthcare is one of those where you have to have somebody there.
1: Mm,
0: 24-7. Yeah, and so, so there's a real worry then that you could end up with a kind of a you know, a, a two-tier system whereby you know uh, blue collars uh, and more manual labour were having to work five days, and managers were swanning in and out
1: for four. Mm. I don't think that would work. But do you think you get more productivity out of someone? I think if ce- they're
0: doing less days, I think I think in certain cases you might. Uh, you know, I, I, I you think, might
1: come into work a bit fresher. Yeah, like, like after know, a bank holiday, or people? No, are fresher. I, I I
0: I I think there's merits to it, but I I, I just I have to preface that by saying, you know it has to be cost neutral for the business and it also can't discommode customers if you can operate within that paragon, fine Um, just a couple of other things just briefly on it um it basically um, childcare could become more difficult because childcare facilities are generally set up for people who work nine to five, not people who work longer than Sure, yeah, So, yeah, the so, so of there kids could be some problems so on, yeah. around that. Yeah. One uh, suggestion here is that you know it might be worth trialing in certain businesses, all right, without all any right. real commitment.
1: All right. Uh... Let's go to the listener queries. This is from Willie in Dublin. Hi, Bobby. I'm a warehouse supervisor in Dublin, married with two kids and a quiet enough sort of chap. My problem is that one of my key lads is getting married. No problem. Myself and my wife are looking forward to the wedding. The problem is the stag. It's in Amsterdam and all the team are going. I'm worried that things could get messy and I'll be held responsible. However, I think a lot of the lads will think less of me if I cry off. Will I? Won't I? Willie or won't he says yeah, Willie?
0: Yeah. Well, there, Willie. Now, uh, the easy thing to do here would be to say I'm busy. I can't go. I I actually think he should go. Would be my view. I think he needs to have a a, a, a quick chat. With what he describes as the key lad here who's getting married. I think he needs to be very clear that he's going in a personal capacity, very clear that he doesn't buy any drinks or anything on behalf of the company so that it could be construed as a company event. Um, I think if everybody else in the place is going, he's been asked, and I think this chap would be, probably feel a bit let down if he didn't go. If I was him, I'd go. If it got messy, I'd peel away early. I'd make sure I wasn't there for any uh, extracurricular stuff. Well, no,
1: sir, it's a guarantee. It's stag. It's going to be messy. So, you know what I mean? I I, I don't know. I think maybe he should cry off. I mean, like, the point is that if he feels it's a little bit inappropriate as opposed to the formal wedding I mean I don't think it's rude to say no to a stag in the way like it's rude to say no to a wedding I
0: I was sort of trying to look read between the lines here and again I I don't think
1: he wants to go to be honest No he doesn't Uh, So uh, I'm I'm uh, a great believer in uh, suit yourself mate I tell you what no no governor, I'm not going Well I don't agree I'd go
0: and just you know grin and bear it and do take one for the team All right, That's where we differ
1: Enjoy enjoy Willie in Dublin do let us know if you if. You behave yourself in Amsterdam or not. Jerry in awfully asks, Bobby, my business is flying lately, but I can't decide whether to take on an accountant or a sales manager. I'm the guy who currently spends most of my time on sales, but I feel I should be spending more time on the accounts, as I've got a couple of nasty surprises lately. What advice would you give to Jerry Gerry? I'd say
0: hire an accountant and hire a good one. Uh, he seems to be good on sales, so keep doing what he's doing. Uh, I'm wondering, though, nasty surprises. Is he pricing things right? Is he giving things away? Uh, it sounds to me like he needs an accountant uh, far more than he needs a sales manager. And I'd be appointing one. Uh, fairly lively
1: get the abacus uh, man or woman out and to count the, the beads Okay, Bobby my business is 10 years old this year my other directors want me to throw a big party and celebrate our moderate success I'm more inclined to keep the head down and focus on what we do am I missing something
0: I don't know I, I feel there's a marketing opportunity here that that should be grabbed 10 years uh you know local papers thank uh, your customers yeah t- all that sort of stuff people and if you if you write the story creatively enough it'll be picked up and it's free and you know it shouldn't cost a lot of money if he's very uncomfortable around it I suggest that he should take in for a very limited period a marketing person or a PR person to guide him through the process yes but yeah, I,
1: not, I, I think you you're making the point to make it a corporate marketing event as much as a shindig.
0: You know, big time. Like, this is about getting more sales and getting recognition and getting more people to know but it's an ideal opportunity to mark something and I'd be marking it on the basis that you're looking for more business, Uh, not that it's some kind of, uh, you know, pointless celebration.
1: Okay, we'll take one more query. I'm a manager of a branch of a successful restaurant chain. My area manager is saying that my restaurant is not good on upselling. I don't want my staff bothering customers and trying to pressurize customers into buying something they don't want. What do you think of upselling, Bobby? Uh,
0: I, I believe in upselling with, with a caveat. Uh, upselling, you know, the, the product that you're upselling has to have a clear relationship with the product that you're buying. I, you know, it, it needs like if, if you're buying a burger and somebody says to you, would you like fries with that for an extra euro? That's a no brainer. If I'm there at 8 o'clock in the morning and somebody's trying to sell me uh, a dessert or a bar of chocolate with a coffee, I'm saying why are you doing this and, and you know staff will feel uncomfortable around the proposition if the proposition isn't right I also think if you're upselling that the upsell needs to offer extreme value for the customer so there, it needs get to get another cup of coffee for yeah. a half price so or it, needs like to that, be, yeah. it needs to be meaningful from a value perspective but yeah. I, I'm a great believer in it but you know I often and I, I get what this guy is saying you often get it done badly where the staff hate doing it and it irritates the hell out of the customer and then it's bad
1: sound advice and don't forget you can hear more from Bobby Kerr on News News Talk's dedicated business show Down to Business every Saturday morning Bobby as always thank you thank you Ivan